0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Now we are in the Coptic month, Ba'ona. Today is the third Sunday of the Coptic month, Ba'ona. And usually we celebrate the descent of the Holy Spirit, the Feast of Pentecost during the month of Ba'ona. So, All the readings of the four Sundays are about the Holy Spirit. If you remember the first Sunday, it was about how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When the Lord said that you, being evil, know how to give your children good gifts, how much more your Heavenly Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. So in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. That's how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Last week, we spoke about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit, like miracles, speaking with tongues, gift of administration, gift of helps, gift of leadership, many, many gifts of the Holy Spirit. Last week, we heard about the healing of paralytic man when his four friends brought him and they actually let him through hole in the roof they laid him before the Lord Jesus Christ to heal him Today, the Gospel is about the sins against the Holy Spirit As you heard, he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. And next week, the gospel will be about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So these are the four Sundays, how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, sins of the Holy Spirit, and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The gospel of today is taken from Matthew chapter 12. And start with a person who was demon possessed. And when the, the demon took control over this person, he made him actually lose, he made the person lose three things he lost his mind, he lost his vision, and he lost his speech. So he was blind, mute, and out of his mind. And actually, when a person is under the control of the devil, not under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, he will lose his mind. If you think about people who are using drugs and destroying their health, that's actually people losing their mind. People who gamble and lose a lot of money, if you think about it, they lost their mind. People who are involved in sexual immorality and catch many sexually transmitted diseases they lost their mind People who are homosexuals or transgender how they are acting against the nature they lost their mind People who advocate and support abortion they lost their mind because they justify killing innocent babies. So, when a person is not under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, but rather they are under the leadership of the devil, first thing they lose their mind. Also, they lose their sight, not the physical sight, but the internal. They are blind spiritually. They cannot see God in their life, although everything around us testify for the existence of God. As we read, the heavens declare the glory of God, but they deny the existence of God. Many people who are agnostic or atheist, you can see the blindness of their heart. Another type of blindness, when we see the evil in others and we don't see the good in others when we judge and condemn and slander others because what we see is only the evil in them and we don't see the goodness on them. This is type of spiritual blindness. And also people will lose the ability to speak, not literally But see right now, actually, I believe that the majority of the Americans are against homosexuality and transgenderism, against all this corruption in the society. But they are afraid to speak, they are silent. When a person is actually controlled and led by the devil, he will not testify for the truth. He will not speak and defend the truth the person will be silent and he will be politically correct in order just to be a man-pleaser. So when a person is under the leadership of the devil he will lose his mind, he will lose his vision, he will lose the ability to speak the truth and to defend the truth. And actually here we can see the. Power of the Lord Jesus Christ I want you to think about if there is a person Blind, mute and out of his mind What is the best that you can Wish for this person I think the best that we can Desire for this person that God give him Rest because how he will live In this world as a blind and mute And out of his mind but here in one verse, then one was brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute and he healed him. In, with one word he was able to heal him. With one word he was able to cast out the demon. And this blind and mute man both spoke and saw and his mind returned it back to him. And as I told you, there is a spiritual blindness. All the people or most of the people who saw this miracle were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? The son of David means what? Could this be the Messiah that all the prophets prophesied about him? But there was a group sitting there who were spiritually blind who were spiritually mute, the Pharisees then they accused the Lord Jesus Christ that he has Baal Zabu, the ruler of the demons so they did not deny the miracle they affirmed the miracle because a true miracle happens, they cannot deny it but they said, do you know how he was able to cast the demon from this man? because he has the ruler of the demons Then the Lord Jesus Christ was not offended by their comment, but rather because he was seeking their salvation, he started actually to reason with them. Although there is a principle don't reason was unreasonable, but the Lord tried everything with them in order to win them for the kingdom of God. He was not angry. He was not upset. He did not Yell at them, he did not curse them, no, not at all But he started to use the reason and the logic And he told them two logical reasons The first reason, the ruler of the demons want to spread his kingdom Or want to destroy his kingdom The ruler of the demons want actually every single person to be possessed with a demon so how the ruler of the demon Cast out demons This as if A kingdom is divided against itself So their Accusation is false Because it's against the logic The ruler of the demon Would not Actually cast out a demon Otherwise His kingdom, the kingdom of the demons Will be desolate he told them, if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And the second logical reason, you know, when the Lord sent the 12 disciples and the 72, he gave them power to cast out demons. Of course, this power by the Holy Spirit. But he told them, If demons are cast out by the ruler of the demons And how many rulers? Only one And you said, this one is with me Then your children, the disciples and the apostles By whom they cast out demons As he told them, if I cast out demons by baal Zabub By whom do your sons Sons here refers to the apostles and the disciples cast them out. Therefore, they shall be your judges. The apostles and the disciples will judge the people who denied the divinity of Christ, denied that he is the Messiah, because they know they cast out demons by the Spirit of God. Then, In order to lead them to repentance he told them but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God if you believe that I am the Messiah I'm one with the Father and the Holy Spirit and I'm casting out demons by the Spirit of God surely the kingdom the kingdom of God has come upon you you will be saved and there is a lesson here to all of us that when somebody falsely accuse us, we should not be angry, we should not be disappointed, we should not try to revenge. Rather, if there is a logic or a reason to answer or reply or to respond to their false accusation, use it as the Lord did in order if you can help them to be saved, do your ability to save them. Fighting back or becoming angry or cursing them will not actually solve the problem. They will make you both of you are sinners. They are sinners of their false accusation and you are sinner because of your anger or revenge or uh, cursing them, etc. Then the Lord spoke about how casting out demons happen He said, the demon is strong Yes, Satan is strong And no one is able to plunder the goods of a strong person unless he binds the strong man first And the Lord here is explaining the work that he did on the cross the house of Satan is Hades. And Satan took the righteous as captives in Hades. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Isaiah, Jeremiah, all these righteous people were taken captives in Hades. So how can the Lord plunder? How can he release all those who are taking captives? Number one, he has to bind the strong. The strong here is Satan. That actually what happened on the cross He bound Satan first Then he descended to Hades And was able to release all those who were taken captives And to restore them to the paradise of joy So verse 29 is explanation of his redemptive work on the cross How can one, one here is Jesus Enter a strong man's house Strong man is the devil house is Hades and plunder his goods to release the righteous who were taken captives in Hades unless he, Jesus, first binds the strong man, so bind Satan and then he will plunder his house then he will be able to go to Hades and release all the captives from Hades and the Lord told them, he who is not with me is against me. If you are not with God, if you are not with Christ, there is no middle position. It's either to be with him or to be against him. There is no just a neutral position, I will not be with Christ, I will not be against him. No. It's either to be with him wholeheartedly or otherwise you will be against God. And also, if you are not gathering with Christ, you are scattering abroad. Again, there is no like a neutral position or equal distance. There is nothing like this. It's either you are with Christ or you are against Him. Either you are gathering with Him or scattering abroad. When actually He said He has Baal Izabu. Jesus actually cast out demon by the Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of God So as if they are saying the Holy Spirit is Baalizabu Is the ruler of the demons, and this is blasphemy When actually you resist the work of the Holy Spirit And you accuse the Holy Spirit to be the ruler of the demons This is blasphemy again in the Holy Spirit That's why the Lord told them Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men. But the blasphemy again is the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the one who leads us to believe. No one can say Jesus is God except by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us to repent. He convicted the world on sin, on righteousness, and on judgment. The Holy Spirit is the one who is helping us to conduct spiritual life and to grow and to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. When you resist the Holy Spirit, when a person blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, when the person refuses to be under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, how can he believe in the divinity of Jesus? And there is no other name by which we can be saved except the name of Jesus. So if you don't believe in Jesus, there is no salvation. If you don't believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world, there is no salvation. And if you resist the Holy Spirit, how can you repent? Because the Holy Spirit is the one who is acting us to repent. Then that's why there is no forgiveness for those who resist the Holy Spirit. Actually, If you say a word against Jesus, maybe you have an excuse because Jesus took the form of man. And the Holy Spirit will guide you, those who sinned against Jesus Christ or spoke against him, the Holy Spirit will guide them, will pierce their heart and tell them Jesus is God, believe in him. He will lead them in repentance. But when the person blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, who will guide him? Who will point to him that Jesus is the Messiah? That's why the Lord said, Anyone who speaks word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. Because still the Holy Spirit works with this person. Longenus, the man who pierced the side of the Lord with the spear on the cross. Later on, he believed and he said, This truly is the Son of God. And Longinus is one of the sins of the church This centurion who pierced the side of the Lord with a spear Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man It will be forgiven him because the Holy Spirit Can lead him to faith and repentance But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit It will not be forgiven him Either in this age or in the age to come The last point in the Gospel of today, the Pharisees who said he is casting out demons by the ruler of the demons They were religious leaders If you have a tree, if this tree is good, the fruit is good If this tree is bad, the fruit is bad We never saw a good tree produces bad fruits or the opposite, a bad tree produce a good fruit. It never happens. But the scribes and the Pharisees were against this rule because they were bad tree. They were blind in their hearts. They blasphemed again in the Holy Spirit. But these bad trees were speaking good things because they are the religious leaders of Israel. They were preaching in the synagogues. They were interpreting the scripture to the people. So the Lord was surprised. He told them, how can you speak good while you are evil? How? This is hypocrisy. And this is the spirit of Satan. Because Satan is a deceiver. Satan can speak good while he is the evil one. That's why the Lord told them, Either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. Because the rule is, tree is known by its fruit. But who else can actually make itself look good while it's bad? The serpents and vipers. That's why the Lord told them, brood of vipers, you are deceivers. You actually deceive the people like vipers and snakes as if you are good although you are bad. How can you, being evil, speak good things? The Lord is surprised how an evil person can speak good things. That is the deceit in its highest form. To speak good things while a person is evil. This is hypocrisy. The Lord told them, the rule is out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So a good person out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I am surprised, how can you speak good while you are evil? So the Lord is not telling them, speak evil, but the Lord is telling them, make your heart good. So what you speak good will be coming out of the abundance of your heart. That's why he concluded by saying, I say to you that every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it of the day of judgment." So, idle words will be accountable for it. If we are speaking good while we are evil, we will be held accountable for this. If a person also is, has a good heart and speaks good words, God actually will reward him for this. And he concluded by saying, by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. The Lord told us the story of the two persons who went to the temple to pray. When we prayed a long prayer, God, I thank you. I fast twice a day. I pray, I give tithes. I'm not like the sinners. I'm not like the tax collector. I'm not like the adulteress, etc, etc, etc. But he was not justified. Although these are good words, but he was not justified. Because his heart was evil. Then another man. Who according to the standard of the people. He is a wicked person. An evil person. But he went to the temple. Led by the Holy Spirit. Asking repentance. And asking forgiveness. Even out of his humbleness. He couldn't lift up his head. But while actually. He was bowing his head. beating his chest all what he said few words God have mercy upon me a sinner six words God have mercy upon me a sinner and went his house justified because these words came from a pure heart repentant heart heart that seeking forgiveness yes by your words you will be justified and by your words Will be condemned The message for us today We need to submit to the Holy Spirit We should not resist the Holy Spirit Rather to submit to the Holy Spirit And let the Holy Spirit lead us Lead us in prayer And lead us in repentance Each one of us today Who is attending this liturgy Regardless how many sins you committed in your life how many times you resisted the work of God in your heart. But today, you can go home justified like the tax collector. If you accept the work of the Holy Spirit in you, if in humbleness you beat your chest and say, God have mercy upon me a sinner with determination to live life of repentance. Yes, each one of us can go today justified to our homes, if we let the Holy Spirit lead us in prayer, lead us in repentance, and return back to God. May the Lord help all of us to accept the work of the Holy Spirit in our life, and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.